Hi friend, have you heard the saying, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with? Simply put, if you're spending most of your time with positive people, on average, you'll generally be positive. But if you're spending your time with negative people and you're the only positive one, you most likely will start to become more and more negative. All that to say, the people you spend your time with will either build you up or tear you down. Your friendships will either be life-giving or life-draining. Your friendships should energize you. You should not feel drained or overwhelmed after being around someone you spend a lot of time with. Now, that's not to say that we can't have bad days, and there may be times your friendships drain you that usually energize you. But I'm talking more about those friendships with people who are constantly draining you and ultimately pulling you away from God. In this episode, we're going to talk about whether or not your friendships are pulling you away from the Lord, and if maybe some of your friendships are the culprit to your chaos. Let's get into it. Are you tired of feeling like you do it all? Do you wish you could conquer your chaos? Do you set big goals only to feel guilty and defeated when you don't follow through? Again. Hi, I'm your host, Stephanie J. Clark. I too was overwhelmed with all the things. I felt defeated every time life didn't go the way I had planned. I wanted more time doing the things I actually enjoyed. But I kept telling myself I needed to do it all, all the time, because asking for help was a sign of weakness. Until I unexpectedly found peace in the quiet moments of rest, where the Lord showed me I needed to learn who I was so I could see the reason for my chaos. In this podcast, you will find tips on how to manage your home, strengthen your marriage, and find confidence like you've never had before so that you surrender control and be led by the Spirit. So dust off that Bible and get ready to find the culprit to your chaos and start getting your peace back by rediscovering normal. Okay, to start, go ahead and grab your Bible and let's look at Proverbs chapter 18, verse 4. It says, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I think this illustrates greatly that being a genuine friend doesn't mean that you have to have lots of friends, but rather that people need true friends who are closer and more loyal than blood relation. But I don't think that stops us from feeling like we need to have a ton of friends to show our worth. This Proverbs also points to Jesus, a friend we have who is better than family. Jesus shows us the friend we need so we can also be that friend that others need. Simply put, we need to ensure our friendships are godly ones, anchored in the truth and love of Jesus. I've never really had a best friend. I've had close friends at every stage of life, but not one that has been my best friend through all stages. Now, I can't say that I'm not jealous of those types of friendships because honestly, I am. But that is not the path that the Lord had for me. As I said, the people you are around should energize you. If you feel emotionally drained after being around someone, you should take a closer look at that friendship. 
Now, I'm not saying that you should completely cut off everyone who drains your energy. There will always be difficult people in your life, but that doesn't mean that you have to spend more time than necessary with those people. I've had to take a closer look at some of my own friendships. This didn't come easy for me because I'm an empath. I want to help everyone. However, I've had people in my life who know this and they will suck every ounce of energy I have when I give too much of myself to them. So letting go of friends who aren't godly friends is something that I still struggle with and continue working on. And I'm sure you have that one friend who is so dear to you, but you'll never get through to them. I'm talking about the friend who refuses to grow or take accountability for why they can't break free to their next step toward growth. And I'm sure you maybe love this friend so much, but they drag you down. You want to always be there for them, but it's time to recognize that you can't always bring the ones you love to the next stop on your journey. I had a friend who I knew was struggling. They would come to me to vent and complain about their life. They genuinely just weren't happy. Over time, I found myself falling into a negativity trap after talking to this friend too often. I wasn't unhappy, but I was in a bad mood when things weren't going right. And I found myself being short with my family and feeling unproductive when working on my goals. And the biggest issue... I was falling away from the Lord. When I caught myself in this routine, I would do my best to snap out of it. I would go back to my usual habits of reading my Bible, praying, and having more patience with my family, and asking the Lord to help me change my heart and lead me back to Him. Honestly, it was a rough cycle. I would get back into a good routine and try to project that positivity onto my friend, but the same thing always happened. My positivity turned into hoping that I could help my friend out of their rut. And I wanted to help them find joy in their life. But this process was stealing my own joy. I was losing my joy when trying to help them find theirs. I kept asking the Lord, This person is always on my mind. What are you trying to show me about this person? I finally decided that it was just time to let go. I needed boundaries. I needed to cut back on how much space that person was taking up in my life. You can still care for a person deeply, but no longer hold space for their unhappiness. And again, this doesn't mean that you have to cut somebody completely off and out of your life. You might not be able to cut them out fully. It may be a family member or an in-law. It just means you have to focus on where God is leading you and put your blinders on. And that will look different for everyone. For example, it could mean that it's time to stop gossiping like you usually do with this friend. Or maybe this friend brings out the worst in you, so you're always complaining and stepping back into old toxic habits. Regardless of the situation, you have to take accountability for your life and the path God has you on. Here's the thing. You can't change them. You can't make them grow if they don't want to. They have to want growth for themselves. And if they aren't ready for that, they will continue to hold you back. Or maybe you have a friend who isn't a believer. 
You want so badly for them to experience the peace and the joy that comes from a relationship with Jesus, but you can't force it on them. All you can do is pray for them. Pray so dang hard for them to experience the presence of the Lord. Ask that the Lord reveal himself to them so they too can experience the goodness of God. I had been asking God to help me understand why I couldn't get my friend off my mind. I kept praying for them and asking the Lord to show me what to do next. And I finally just felt him telling me, it's time to let go. They cannot go where I'm taking you. Yet I had done all I could, and it was time to let the Lord do his work. I was trying so hard to help my friend find joy that it was pulling me away from the Lord and keeping me from achieving my goals. Since I wasn't achieving my goals, I was no longer working toward what I was being called to do. I was stuck because of who I was choosing to spend my time with. You have to put your blinders on and only focus on the parts of that relationship that keeps you close to the Lord. Maybe that looks like being there for them when they've had a bad day and reminding them of truths that you know to be true about our Lord. But maybe it's keeping them at a safe distance while simply praying for them. The enemy has a tight grasp on them and will use them to try to get you to fall back into your old ways. You have to remember how far you've come from when the enemy had you as well. And it won't be easy, but you have to let them go. You don't have to let them go far, but let them go and give them to God. Ask God to reveal himself to them so they too can experience his goodness. The best thing you can do for this friend is pray for them. Pray for them and watch how God makes moves in your life moving forward. When I finally turned my friend over to the Lord, I felt a sense of peace just overwhelm me. It felt like a weight had been lifted and I no longer needed to worry about being responsible for their joy. The friends that are pulling you further away from the Lord may even use manipulation and try to make you feel bad for changing. However, you are only changing because you're growing. When you're growing, The enemy will use anyone to try to keep you from reaching the next level. You will be tempted to stay put and keep giving to the friendship. And over time, you'll just continue to feel drained because the friendship is not life-giving. You have to stop giving your energy to people who don't energize you. I can speak from experience. When you let go and surrender that friendship to Jesus... Things just start falling into place. If the Lord has told you to let them go, be obedient and trust that God has a better plan for both of you and that friend. I believe that I didn't have a best friend because God knew that I needed to know how to be lonely because I'd end up divorced and alone. That sounds harsh, doesn't it? But Seasons of loneliness are God's way of speaking into your heart that you need complete silence to hear. I've always wanted a best friend to have girls nights with, but honestly, I don't want that anymore. I want something so much deeper than that. I want someone who will take a minute to say a prayer for me when they know I'm struggling. I don't want girls nights and drinking. I want meaningful conversations that connect us emotionally and help us both grow closer to the Lord. 
Luckily, I now have a small tribe of women who I can go to to energize my soul and who the main topic while we're together is God. We cheer each other on and remind each other of God's truth. We also aren't afraid to hold each other accountable and say, that's not Christ-like. Having a tribe that speaks truth into you and keeps your heart focused on Jesus is the most precious gift. If you don't have a tribe, I pray that the Lord will bring you to one or that he uses your story to build your own tribe. Jesus has performed countless miracles. He can certainly bring you a tribe of godly women also, if you ask. Okay, friend, I hope this episode blesses you. Until next week, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. Could you do me a huge favor? If this episode blessed you, can you give it a five-star rating or leave a review wherever you're listening? And if you felt the Holy Spirit moving in you during this episode, could you please share it with someone who may need the message as well? This is the number one way that others find out about the podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, go ahead and join the Overwhelmed Mamas community on Facebook, where we trade chaos for peace. Okay, friend, until the next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus.